with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Dr. Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unexpected ocean of creative mind together with Michael or Mikael Feinz from from Sweden. So sorry, I, I didn't didn't came. I couldn't ask him uh, about um, how I'm gonna pronounce it. But I'm very 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 happy to have him here. Uh, it's great to have him here. I was actually in a workshop with him eight years ago, or ten years ago already. And uh, Mikael is is. Uh, um, hang on, I have to just I have to look into my my details a little bit uh, because he, he did a lot of different stuff i mean uh, he was director of the uh, idc we ask him later what this is between 2010 and 2020 um and a lecturer in the department of computer science and information systems of the university of limerick between 96 and 2020 which is actually this year hey great to have you here Michael. thank you thank you for asking me to drop in it's it's really cool it's great yeah we were thinking about that five minutes ago ten minutes ago what what we could talk about discuss and uh i thought it would be nice just to start uh with it um because we are here in Ireland, and I think people would like to know as well about what what it made, to, what brought you over here to Ireland, and uh, how long you're here and your experience. Yeah, let's just start with this, Michael. You're originally from from, from Sweden. From Sweden, yeah. From Where from Stockholm? No, 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 no. Down southwest on the west coast. All right. Uh, and most people would know places like Gothenburg. So about 100 kilometers south of that. Okay. Where you have probably the most beautiful long white beach. It's kind of the Swedish Riviera. No way. Yeah. And, and, and I grew up th 300 yards from that. You used to live there. Yeah. And that's why I always wanted to come back to the sea. Yeah. But uh, I mean, so so you... you you live on such a lovely place, and then, then, then. Well, that was kind of childhood and adolescence, right? How long did you live there? Uh, well, in that town until I was seventeen. All right. Then moved a bit further south to go to college. Yeah. And then moved to finish college. Did a 
year in the army and then moved to Gothenburg. To Glastonbury. No, Gothenburg. Gothenburg. Göteborg, as it's called in local accent. Ah. But, uh, and started working. All right. In industry. In the industry. But not in, not in a big factory. Yeah. That was a small, medium, let's say, called a medium-sized company. Yeah. Uh, that were designing and making equipment for theaters, for okay. radio, for movies, whatever. So sound and light equipment. Okay. Uh, very, very, very peculiar, interesting yeah. line of products. Yeah. Uh, so the problem they were faced with, I, I was so lucky. I've been lucky all my life. Yeah. And I hope, I hope that that luck stays with me. That's nice to hear. That's, that's really... Uh, so if I even think about the college years, I mean, my last year in college, that was the same year as the birth of the microprocessor. All right. 75. Okay. So, um, luckily, I had really good lecturers who sort of prepared us as far as it could be done at the time yeah. for the future. So, in my first job then, you know, after Army and that, first job was this job ad. And uh, the challenge was I had one month yeah. to learn, you know, the all the product lines yeah. and take up the role as a department manager. Where? In in that com in the company. Called in the same a company. In the company called AVAB, the audiovisual company. Yeah. AB for audiovisual. Yeah. Uh, because my predecessor, who had probably been with them from day dot, 10 yeah. years earlier or so, yeah. uh, he had decided to move to the woods and grow shrooms and <laughs> talk, talk to the squirrels, right? Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. You had enough from, from all this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So he had resigned and I had one month. His okay. sort of resignation. So for, for, for to take over that, take, what he take, did before? Take over the whole so, thing. So how, um, how, mu how much mushroom does, does it cost? To, to uh, I don't know. I mean, at the time, I just worked my ass off. <laughs> and I, I made it. Fine. Uh, so I stayed only stayed with them for about three years. Yeah. So in the, but what that means in this month you really you 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 learned everything about all these microprocessors and 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 I mean, no no well I you can't you can't but I mean they didn't use microprocessors when I started it was happening it was in the process yeah anyhow it doesn't matter yeah um so I stayed with them for three years um, then I moved a bit north yeah of Gothenburg. Yeah. Kind of more rural, more closer to the sea. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, if you like, mm. uh, in that little town north of Gothenburg, that's the kind of the epicenter for the petrochemical industry. For the petrochemical? Yeah, well, you know, you get crude oil in. Yeah. And all the factories, the refineries. So all that, that shit was going on there. So that meant that because what I wanted to do was to do my own thing, create my own products, my own electronics, yeah. own things. A lot of stuff I was doing at the time. So you became addicted probably as well to all that, didn't you? So, so. Well, you know, it's the, that's a separate storyline. Yeah. But I had my own ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, I was pursuing kind of two lines of activity. Yeah. One was biomedical. 
Yeah. Basically measuring the tiniest nerve signals in the human body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And doing stuff with that. Mm -hmm. Doing things like biofeedback. Mm -hmm. I didn't do the biofeedback thing. Which is very interesting. Just trying to build better equipment than anybody else on the planet. All right. Uh, And deliver that to a particular client who was into the therapy side. Yeah. Uh, The other line of business was basically rock and roll. (laughs) <laughs> I like it how you say it. So, so if you if you speak it out, rock, it's basically rock and roll. Yeah. So that that device is going deeper. <laughs> so uh, Lucky again uh, joined forces with a friend uh, who had a contact with one of the major music shops in Western Sweden. Uh, translated into English, the name of that shop, which is still around, is Music Unlimited. All right, Music Unlimited. Yeah. Um, run by two English blokes who had moved to Sweden during their rock and roll career and met Swedish girls. That's a separate story. Uh, so we had them as a client, and then eventually we picked up a lot of clients from the rock and roll industry. All right. And we started to build the equipment that wasn't readily available from anywhere else, even to build some pretty gig, large gig rigs complex high power stuff so it was good i can imagine that i mean i i, I think as well it was a, a lot of a lot of fun involved as well i mean not just work yeah. so i mean between these two forces meant that i could pick up a, qu- a quick difficult contract from let's say the process petrochemical industry yeah no problem solving yeah two weeks to solve the problem and yeah. get good pay if it takes longer than two weeks forget it and that Brings in the cash, cash, yeah. So I could afford to develop my own crazy stuff. That is a driven engine, often, yeah, cash, which is good, yeah. yeah. So that was interesting. I stayed there for a few years. Then, as so much of the business was happening in Gothenburg City, yeah. Eventually, we moved down the business side to there while living in this village, about you no know, half an hour commuting south, north of Gothenburg. So eventually, we were off of an apartment nearby there. So we moved down to Gothenburg again. Company grew. We needed larger premises, more industrial size. So we moved out to an older industrial area. I moved into an ordinary apartment out there. Yeah. For living, mm-hmm. but had a sort of quite good industrial premises and joined up forces with a few other industries. Anyhow, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I end up there? So I worked up the business over about 10 years. Yeah. Uh, then it was sold off to a lot. lot How old have you been then? And after 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 this 10 years? Late 20s, no? Well, the story as we started it, I was kind of you know, college graduate around 20. So yeah. I'm now, uh, I think I was whatever. Doesn't matter, 10 years. From 1980 to 1990. Yeah. Big technological ramp up. Yeah, yeah. Then sell off to this larger company, more ramp up. Yeah. Then sell off again, and that meant that I had the possibility to do whatever I like again. Yeah. So at that stage, the scene was that Sweden wasn't sure about this thing, European Union. All right. I was totally convinced from day dot, for other reasons, because when I grew up as a child. Yeah. Uh, my parents, if you can imagine that era, they had the sort of 
lived through the World War Two. So yeah. when World War Two ended, yeah, and I had a jobs and eventually settled in, and yeah. then I arrived on the scene. Uh, they wanted to go and see Europe, see yeah. all these places that they have heard of during mm. the war. So normally during the summers we had been on these European holidays, basically a month traveling south here yeah. and there to explore Europe. Yeah. And I found that as a child an amazing experience. Sure, it's cool. It's 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 so, great. So yeah. one of the first things I learned in German yeah. as a whatever six year old was yeah. Ein Eisbitte. Ein Eisbitte. Yeah. So where have you been in Germany? Can you remember? Uh, all over the place. All, 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 over, the, all, all over the place. place. So I mean, basically becoming an adult and you know, and seeing what's going on, having been in business, I definitely wanted to be in the European Union. Yeah. I mean, right? it, it makes it makes sense. It is. I think it's a good. Mm. It's a good. It's a good project. Yeah. You know? And you know, I, I also realized, I had long realized, that you know, some parts of the world, like the US of A, they would have large national projects, but that's really federal projects on a scale that you couldn't get in this part of the world unless we worked as Europeans. All right, yeah. No. And you, know, you have the examples like CERN and the European Space Agency and all these things going now. I uh, mean. Which is really important for humanity, I think. Yeah. Uh, so none of the big think, none of the big thinking, really big thinking, could happen if we stayed as the little nation states we no, were. No, 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 no. And no, no. also for culture, you know, culture is wonderful. I like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm, I, I love it to be European. I mean, but but I think I think if you, I'm not sure if I would love it if I would be American. But I mean, probably I would love it to be American as well. I, I wouldn't just. Uh, I just feel pity for 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 the American because they have so often uh, such assholes as presidents. Well, you know, yeah, so. I know, but I mean, you know, people are people. It's the same spread. Yeah. There's the same quota of idiots in Europe as in the United States. We we, we have it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You could have it in but, any, any village. But fact. but I mean, uh, people can say what they want. <clears throat> I think that, that 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 America and 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 Russia that they are far more. Far more military driven than, than the Europeans, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look look just if it comes to artificial intelligence, where we where we European actually, I mean, probably more more Germany. I don't know what's about England and so on, but but they say okay. So if if we're gonna gonna deal with it, um, then 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 we have to to, to find find an uh, uh, ethical way to to deal with it and 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 to, to keep the discourse going, you know. Whereby the Americans are just looking. So how can we use it in drones and 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 in in, in Robots on, on, on the on the on the on the on the war game. Mm, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm for many years now. Ever since the army, I'm a pacifist. Yeah. And did, did you, you didn't had a problem with, a morally problem with that at the time? I mean, probably if money is is in the game, you you don't think anymore about about these issues. You, you do. You do. You do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I in my career or you know doing design for other people. Yeah. A few designs. You don't know what the overall thing is for. You're just giving a little problem to solve, some particular little circuit or electronic or digital gadget. Yeah. Uh, this is the input specification. This is the output. Just design it, do it, and fine. Thank you very much. And then you find out that that's guiding some bloody missile somewhere. All right. Okay. 
that's not fun. That's not good. So, so that 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 did happen. Yeah, let's not talk about that. And if I tell you, I have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I'm joking. But I mean, no, I, I I just refused. All right. So, so you refused, but but you did the job already, didn't you? I mean, the army job. I did it. I did it no. very well. Well, I mean, the, you 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 gave him already your ideas for the missile. I'm, I'm using the missile as an extreme example. Which is true. The stuff that I was supposed to do, we delivered, yeah. and, but told the client yeah. never, never again. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, but I mean things like this. They, I mean, take for for instance Hiroshima or or or, or, or all the the German physicists who who went over to America because mm -hmm. because they were afraid about about the life here in Germany, you know, see mm -hmm. here over there in Germany. So and and then all of a sudden they they, they created um, from from the from from the beginning of science, which which was which was actually thought maybe probably as well for you humanity they, they created a monster this is but you know it's like any any artifact that humans create we make a knife yeah a knife can be good for hunting to whatever we do for survival You can carve a piece of wood. You can make a piece of art, but you can also you can do brain surgery to save somebody's life. But you can also kill somebody. Yeah, sure. So I mean, everything is multiple double edged. So, right? so like like Hölderlin said, so where, where where the danger is is the power too. Mm. You know, so that, that, that's 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 with 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 science, with science more than with art. I mean, at least art art in general. Uh, uh, Can can be meaningless, and I mean, it damages maybe your your brain, but but not not humanity in general. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's a tricky yeah. it's a tricky game. Yeah. Anyhow, come back to European culture. Yeah. So early on, you know, because the other thing was traveling, is normally to get to know a place. What you do, you go to local museums. Yeah. Yeah. And galleries, and you somehow communicate with people, and you get to see that there are different ideas. Different good ideas and different bad ideas. Yeah. And you can see also start to see how ideas travel. So something started in some place, you know, thinking about Ireland. Yeah. I say, no, Celtic. What do you so what do you associate with Celtic? I mean I, I associate with Celtic a very, 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 very uh, uh, ancient culture with 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 a very ancient ancient uh, ideology and, and uh I could imagine that, yeah. that from out of this Celtic, Celtic uh, 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 idea, a lot of different technologies uh, uh, appeared as well. Probably yeah, but in, you know, in I, I'll give you a snippet of my own story, thinking about this. Yeah. So to me, you know, what we see in the archaeology of things is the stuff coming out of Hallstatt. Okay. Which is really Bronze Age, is proto-Celtic kind of going there. And when you then look into what the hell happened there, yeah, well, they had a mountain of salt. Okay. Over Salzburg. Okay, the Salzburg. Yeah, that's yeah. German. It's, it means it in, it's in, on it's on the border, right? More or less. The Salzburg. Yeah. M means means the salt mountain. Salt mountain. But have you been in there? No, you haven't. No. Nah. Okay. I do tours into. It's amazing. Uh, so it's not good for my blood pressure too much salt, you know. So probably not, but the air is very good, you know, for allergies. You know, I, really I, good for you. Ah, yeah. Uh, anyhow, so you yeah. had, you know, a 
ancient culture, if we call the Bronze Age that. Yeah. Where salt was one of the most precious commodities, worth more than gold. Yeah. Right? So this region would attract the best craftspeople, anything. Yeah. Because they could, you know, here, here's a pound of salt. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, can yeah, work yeah. for me. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over a number of years, that seemed to have brewed the, the core of the Celtic, Celticness. Make it stronger as well. Yeah, yeah. But because of the trade, you know, the trade isn't just sort of from one to two because that's traded on. Yeah. So somebody gets kind of fifty pounds of salt for you know a nice piece of gold work, right? Yeah. And he trades that on to the next village and to the next village, and eventually somebody gets a pinch of salt for a herring. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When you get out it's, to the sea. It's like the typically a uh, uh, snowball mm. effect, or, or or this 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 letters how how yeah. do how do we the chain letters? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So uh, many also from an Irish perspective, you know, we talk about invasions by this and that, and yeah. uh, okay, some is in historic times we have accounts of pre pretty horrible things. Yeah, but a lot of the invasions or ideas yeah. that come as the the side effect of trade. I mean, take for instance nowadays startup businesses as well. Mm. No, I mean this internet, internet, mm. no. uh, yeah, etc. Anyhow, so I I approach life when my adult life with a very very broad uh, perspective on it's, culture, which is great. I mean, it it really it's it's very inspiring if if you take it on board and if you're not afraid mm. of it, like mm. like Donald Trump or whatever. You know, I mean, mm. if if you Unfortunately, tribalism is, is so hardwired in in our brain that that's mm -hmm. a lot of people are really afraid mm -hmm. about taking culture from from other culture on board and and uh, and um, embracing it. You know. So, um, mm -hmm. so anyway, yeah. So so after many years, there I realized that right. I've had it with this sort of Swedish ambivalence towards Europe. Yeah. So I'm going to move somewhere. Should be in the EU. Yeah. I did consider New Zealand, which is outside, but it's so right. far away. Uh, it it is it is, and if you feel mm. like a European, mm. you know, mm. it is a completely yeah. different lifestyle. Because I have been feeling like a European for many years, you know, also working in European projects. Yeah, yeah, mm. you see. Uh, so had been Europe, so eventually boiled down to a short list of possible countries. Yeah, and uh, somehow. That short list at the, the essence of that list, yeah. more or less corresponded to the old Viking roots. Sure, sure. Know, the, the way the ancestors traveled the, the oceans, yeah, the seas, yeah. So uh, it became an exploratory holiday. All right, uh, uh, and part of that was coming down the whole coastline, you know. Belgium, Netherlands, Lux yeah, well, yeah, Luxembourg yeah, is not yeah, the course, yeah. but the whole way in France yeah. and over to Britain yeah. and uh, doing a good part of a full round trip of Britain and then over yeah. to Ireland. Yeah. And then on one whatever was probably the day after St. Patrick's Day in 1991. Yeah. Or two days after St. Patrick's Day. Okay. I had rented a cottage in West Clare. 
All right. Uh, and just you know as a holiday place. What? And just sitting there in the spring sunshine, yeah. uh, looking out you know, one morning yeah. and just deciding, okay, this is it. All right. We're, okay. mo we're moving to this country. Cool. So I would say this is so interesting and, and I think it, it's, it's a good cut for, for, for the first part. So uh, thank you very much, Michael. It was re really great. I mean, I really can, can I just was with you on this journey, this trip. So uh, dear people, dear listeners, if you um, like the show, I mean, just uh, as well, uh, what I'm going to do is I put um, in the description links from, from Michael and, and you can you can you can follow his his uh, um, what is it Facebook Instagram I don't know if you if you're gonna do things like this as well. Yeah. I, I well I have a very peculiar view of you know, yeah. social media. Yeah, me too. It's but, like but the uh, social media. You know, no, effectively, no. it's a sewer system. I, I know. So we, um, we 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 might come into that maybe in the second show. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I would say hi. This is a listener-supported show. I feel honored if you subscribe to the show. You can follow me non-financial with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in this Sunday for the third part of this Attitude Audio Triptych. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Attitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank, through this medium, all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world. Just to remember myself that without you, this year couldn't and wouldn't happen. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Attitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.